0: She's All Talk, a podcast about navigating your 20s and all that comes with it. Hosted by a girl who talks a lot. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of She's All Talk. It's nice to be recording another episode this week. Um, I didn't have one last week, unfortunately, but that was because I actually managed to go home last week, so I left on Thursday night, which is when I usually record the podcast and upload it Friday, and I didn't really get a chance to do it earlier in the week because I didn't know that I'd be going home, so I got to see my family and my boyfriend and my two best friends. We socially distanced, of course, but we... Went for a picnic, which has been allowed in my state. Um, The Premier allows picnics and stuff as long as you abide by the rules and social distance. So it was so nice to see them because I hadn't seen them in about pretty much five weeks. I'd been by myself down here. um, So it was really nice to get to go home and to see everyone and it really lifted my spirits so much. But it meant that I didn't have an episode out because I was really unorganized. But yeah, um, so I guess how I've been going the last two weeks. Last week was uh, really busy at work, as was this week so far. I got the front page story last week and me and my friend at work shared the front page this week for two of our papers, which was really nice. Nice to see my hard work paying off. And the stories, I really enjoyed working on them. One of them was about homelessness which is something that I hadn't really thought about because I come from such a position of privilege during the COVID-19 pandemic. And there's some people who are in such unfortunate situations and circumstances, and they have so much less than than what I have. And I still find reasons to complain. So it just really put things into perspective. And we also had some really wild weather in the Southwest of WA this week. I think The highest wind gust was 138 kilometers per hour, which was the highest it's been in May in that area in 18 years. So some roofs were blown off, trees were blown out of the ground. It was pretty, pretty crazy. I think my power went out like six times overnight. So that was a really intense experience. And I've never really, I don't know, it sounds kind of silly, but I've never been through like a big storm alone. Like I've always had other people or my dogs or family or something in the house, but being by myself and the power went out, I was kind of like, oh shit, like what do I actually do? So that was a real learning curve, bit of an experience for me. But yeah, aside from that, I say life has been pretty normal. I got to see my loved ones, as I said, but yeah, since I came home, I came home on Monday morning. I drove back at 5am, so I got back at 7.30 and then went straight to work for 8 So it's been a bit of like shambles, like I still haven't unpacked even though it's Thursday now and I was so tired on Tuesday and Monday that I've just kind of been going to bed super early but I'm trying to get back into my fitness routine because over the weekend while I was with my boyfriend and my family, like I didn't go for runs or I didn't work out or anything and then because of the really bad weather we've had over the last few days, I just wasn't in the mood and there was no way I could go for a run because it was so, so windy and lashing down with rain. So it was just really unsafe and stupid to go out really. And then I was struggling to motivate myself to work out. Still, I managed to do a workout yesterday and the day before indoors. I kind of had to push myself. Yesterday was a really small one. I only did a 10-minute ab workout. But I guess it's still the thought that counts. And I think I want to do an episode about trying to get into a good routine, whether that be life, work, study, fitness, all those sorts of things, because I know that's something a lot of people struggle about and a lot of people like to listen to. Like I love listening to episodes about different people's morning routines or how they structure their life and i love watching youtube videos about people's morning routines and daily routines and night routines and everything so i think i might do a bit of an episode about mine my routine um working as a journalist and just tips for getting into a good routine another day so if that's something you'd be interested in listening to i guess send me a dm and and that's something i'll i'll get going into (laughs) My thing that I've been loving over the last two weeks, I guess, is Normal People, their TV show that just came out on Stan. I've been meaning to read it, um, the novel by Sally Rooney, for a while now because heaps of people have been talking about it everywhere I see online, especially in the Shameless Podcast book club group on Facebook. And... I just heard so much about it that when I saw the trailer that it was coming out on stand, like I'd been looking forward to it for so long. And then it finally came out and I binged it across basically two nights after work and I absolutely loved it. It's such like a a raw and sensual and kind of – Realistic, I guess, telling of a relationship and its ups and downs, and how they break up and get back together and break up and get back together. And you just find yourself really rooting for the characters, and they go through such character developments within themselves and try and kind of find themselves and find their way and whether they work together or not and I just I really really loved the show and honestly I haven't stopped thinking about it I think I finished it last Tuesday and I literally haven't stopped thinking about it since um I really want to rewatch the show actually and I I really want to buy the book but actually my boyfriend surprised me because I told him about it and I was like oh I really really love this um I really want to read the book. The show was so great. I wanted to read the book beforehand, but it wasn't in any of the stores down here. And obviously, I couldn't come to Perth, and it wouldn't ship in time. So I was like, oh, whatever. I'll just watch the show first. And then uh, my boyfriend surprised me, and he was like, oh, I bought you the book, but it won't come for a little while. So the next time I go see him, which is hopefully in two weeks, um, yeah, I'll get to read the book. And I'm so excited. So I really recommend it to anyone who's a sucker for a good love story. To watch it, it's on Stan, probably on some other platforms, but I'm not sure. The only thing I would say is there is some like the nudity in the sex scenes, like the sex scenes are intense. So don't watch it with your parents or family or anyone young around because yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. So yeah, now that I've got that out of the way and my little ramble of a life up life update. For this episode, I actually originally planned this idea as my first episode because I thought it would be a bit of an intro to myself, that sort of thing. But then I ended up kind of putting it on the back burner because different things came up and considering the situations that unfolded since January with the pandemic, it didn't really seem that important or appropriate to talk about this. But in January, I turned 21 and this year has been a year full of changes and reflections for me. So I thought that I would reflect on 21 things that I've learned over my 21 years. Well, yeah, 21 years. (laughs) I had to think about that for a minute. I was like, does it count as 21 full years? But yeah. So the first thing I have is to question everything. And this might sound a bit odd to some people, but I think it probably becomes, it probably comes from being involved in the media for the last three, almost four years, I would say now with studying at uni and now working in the media, just to to not really take anything at face value. And don't be afraid to ask questions. Curiosity is really important and you should strive to find the answers to things and hold those accountable if necessary. If things don't make sense, don't be afraid to ask a question in class or something like that because chances are if you're thinking it, other people are too. And on a different kind of side of the same point, you don't have to take everything that someone tells you as gospel if something doesn't sound right or if you don't like the way something sits or if you don't believe something don't be afraid to dig a little deeper and to ask questions to find out what's really going on make time for what you love this is something that I kind of struggled with I guess I would say when I was in high school is making time for what I love because I was kind of really hard on myself and I was like, you've got to study, you've got to study, like study comes first, everything else comes after. But at the end of the day, like when you're old and gray and you're 100, you're not going to look back on your life and remember The bad things. Like you're probably going to look back and remember all the amazing memories that you've had. So you want to be able to look back and have a lot of them. So make time for the people that make you happy and make time for doing what you enjoy, like whether that's playing sport, whether that's exercising, playing PlayStation or Xbox or something, or hanging out with your friends, getting into fresh air, painting. Make time for what you love because when you're upset and when you're feeling down, those are the things that are going to bring you back up again and in essence those are who you are what you love and who you love and what you enjoy doing a part of who you are as a person so you need to make sure that you're fostering your creativity or your intellectual abilities or whatever it be and making time for the things that you enjoy and the people you enjoy the next one I have is quality over quantity And this kind of flows on from the last one with making time for what you love or who you love by kind of, I guess, loving the right people. So I'd say this is kind of a pretty standard point, but it's something that's definitely hit home over the last year or so with coming out of high school and finishing up in uni. I found myself surrounded by a smaller group of people than what I used to be with friends. And that's that's definitely not a bad thing. Like there are really amazing people that I have in my life and I love them all so dearly. And everyone, well, not everyone, most of those other people I still have in my life, just in like a wider social scene. But yeah, I've definitely lost a few friends over the last year or so, or just drifted. And honestly, that's fine. Like some sometimes that just happens with friends. And I feel like we need to remind ourselves that it's okay if you don't click with someone anymore, or you drift apart. Like, It doesn't always have to be a bad thing. That's just life. People come in and out of your life for different reasons. And I think life is too short to spend time on people who aren't good to you or if your values don't click anymore or if you just kind of find yourself drifting. Like, that's okay. It's better to have a few really great friends than a large social circle where you don't really feel close to anyone, I would say. So it's a bit of a shout out to my good friends who are always there for me. I have so much love for the friends and the people I have in my life and with moving and starting a new job, I've met some really amazing people here and in that way, I guess I found myself not as close to the people that I used to be really close to through my other job and that's okay and I guess with that, it does come down to effort and that's something I know is a, lot, a bit touchy for people. They're like, oh... If my friend doesn't put in the same effort that I give them, then is it really worth the friendship? And I always think that's something worth considering because I find myself thinking the same thing. I feel, oh, like sometimes I find myself thinking, oh, I wish I had more people to talk to. But then I'm like, do I put in the effort to talk to the other people that I wish were also messaging me? Like it shouldn't all fall on one person's shoulders. And if it is, and if that person may be you, you're the one carrying all the conversation, then maybe it is time to let that friendship go. I have seen a lot of posts at the moment though with the pandemic being like, if your friends aren't checking in on you during this time, they're not real friends. And I think thinking like that can be a little bit problematic during a time like this because I know so many people are struggling and so many people are going through hardships and that might be enough. Like that might be all they can deal with that they just don't have the energy to check in on their friends. And that's not them being selfish, I think. I think that's just them. Prioritizing themselves, which is what you really need to do at the end of the day. So I think if you're going through this time and you have the energy to check in your fr- in on your friends, that's really great, and you should do that and make sure that you're sharing the love to the people who you think need it. But if some of your friends aren't reaching out to you like they usually would at this time, I think give them a little slack because everyone's kind of going through the wars right now, and. They probably do love you. They might just be having a hard go. The next point I have, number four, is comparison will kill you. And I know this is such like something that's said over and over again and everyone's heard this one in every list of things to know ever but it's so true, and it's something we so forget. Like I find myself scrolling through Instagram and comparing my body and my face, facial features and my intellectual abilities and where I'm at in my career with my friends, with famous people, with YouTubers, with everyone. And it's just—it's such a silly thing that humans do that. And I feel like it's—I mean, boys could be the same. I—I I, I don't know because I'm not a boy, but I feel like with women and girls it's kind of ingrained in us to do that. Like you'll follow someone because you think they're pretty, but then you'll find yourself comparing yourself to them and your friends or people you know will be doing really great things with their career and you'll be really happy for them. But then you'll also find yourself criticizing yourself and thinking, why aren't I in that stage yet? I should be at the same stage as them or better. And it's just, it's such a harmful thing to do because it just eats away at you from the inside. And it's something that I know personally, I really need to work on because I find myself comparing myself to a lot of people in a lot of different elements of my life. And when I'm doing that, I kind of need to check in on myself and be like, hey, or my boyfriend or my friends or someone will be like, hey, you're doing great things and you are a great person. You're going at your own pace on your own path and that's okay. Like I guess the cheesy saying that there's only one of you really is true because everyone does go down their own path and everyone has their own kind of life plan that we don't know of yet, that that's just going to happen. How things will unfold is going to be different for everyone. So you need to cut yourself some slack And try your best to not compare yourself to other people because at the end of the day, you have to be your own best friend and, yeah, you may as well try being a little bit nicer to yourself. In the same vein of that, treat other people with kindness. As the one true God, Harry Styles, preaches. (laughs) Yeah, but basically just don't be a dick. Be kind to others and they'll be kind to you too. And with the current state of the world right now, I think we could all benefit from a little bit more kindness to each other. A little bit less judgment and just spread a bit more love. Number six is to say yes more. Don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and say yes to opportunities that will step into your path because that is where your best memories and your best achievements and moments will come from. Chances will pass you by if you say no, so don't let fear stop you from from having a go. Don't miss out because you're afraid because you'll never do something and I mean, you might regret doing some things, but it's better to do it and fail than to just sit there and think, oh, I wonder what would have happened if I did that thing. On the opposite side of this spectrum, don't be afraid to say no. And that kind of sounds like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm saying don't let your fear stop you from taking great opportunities. But then also don't push yourself too much. Like don't take too much on your plate and say yes to so many things to the point where you're overwhelmed, like it's okay to say no sometimes. Don't be afraid to make time for yourself, I guess, is the important point that I'm trying to make. This one is something that I know that I need to work on is listen. Don't just listen to reply, but listen to actually hear what the person is saying. There's so many times in conversation where I think that I'm listening and then I realize that I'm listening and just trying to relate myself to the story so I can turn the conversation back on myself. And I think most people actually do this because when someone says something to you, you process it and then you're like, oh, well, this happened to me or, oh, this happened to someone I know or, oh, I've done this before. And you somehow turn it back onto yourself. So I've actively been trying to to make sure that I'm listening to my friends properly and keeping the conversation on them when I'm talking to them rather than t- turning the conversation back onto me. I was moving my head just then when I was talking and I feel like my earrings like might be jangling into the microphone. So if they are, I'm sorry, but that's a little bit of ASMR in the background, I guess. Number nine is to find happiness in the little things. Honestly, with everything going on at the moment, I feel like this point is really important and something that's really easily done, but find happiness in the little things like watering your plants or making nice pancakes for breakfast or something or finding toilet paper in the supermarket again. I feel like when we come out of this pandemic and things start to go back to normal with air quotation marks around that one. But when things start to head back to the way they used to be, we're really going to appreciate the smaller things that we wouldn't have considered before, like being able to actually see our friends, being able to hug people, all those little things that we can't do right now, like go out for brunch with people, all those little things, freaking hold hands when you're walking with your best friend, like – Those are the things that we're going to be able to go out and appreciate again. and I think it's going to be easier to find happiness in the little things. But while you're stuck at home, if you still are, try your best to do that. Maybe pick up a new skill and find happiness in that or go for your walk that you're allowed on and stop and smell the fresh air or watch the ocean waves or admire the flowers or look at the happy elderly couple on the balcony or something. Number ten is to go to as many concerts as you can. I mean, if live music isn't your thing, then I would just say ignore this. But I honestly think that going to a concert is one of the best natural highs you can get. They are so much fun, and being surrounded by people who love something as much as some, as much as you do is so so special. And I guess it's the same for sporting fans. So if sports is more your thing, then just pretend I'm talking about sports but when you go to a concert and you're surrounded by your friends or you discover a new band or you'll meet people while you're at the concert like there's just it's such an amazing time and I know that whenever I go to a concert of an artist that I really love I always walk away afterwards and I just feel so so happy and then when I get home I'm like oh it's over I've been looking forward to that for months so yeah concerts are something I would say. That's what I've learned is go to as many concerts as you can or music festivals, anything like that. Just take in live music and support the, the local art scene. Number 11 is to live in the moment. And I guess this follows on well nicely from the go to concerts. And by saying this, I don't really mean to not go on your phone completely because I go on my phone a lot even when I'm with my friends and like I like to take photos, I like to take videos, all of that. Like I am just as phone addicted as the next person. I think more I mean it as like a mental thing. Like don't let overthinking hold you back from living in the moment and from having a good time. And I think this ties in well with the the say yes to more opportunities point. I think they go hand in hand together. But yeah, I guess following on from the phone point, don't be on your phone so much with your friends because that's annoying. Like don't be that person when if you go on a holiday... Everyone loves taking photos on your holiday, but if you have no internet or something and you're constantly refreshing your phone trying to update social media, like, don't be that kind of person. Like, don't be afraid to just switch off for a little bit and enjoy your company and enjoy where you are. Number 12 is keep learning. Now that I'm out of school officially with uni finished for me for God knows how long, forever, maybe. I think keep learning is so important. Everyone should keep continuously learning, whether that be from watching TV shows or reading books, watching news, reading the news. Just keep educating yourself beyond your schooling on what's happening around you in the world because it's so important to have a basic, at least, understanding of what's going on in your country, what's going on in your state, what's going on in the world, just so you can I think it helps you be more empathetic and it allows you to recognize the privileged situation that you're in and to understand that privilege on a more nuanced level and kind of keep it in check. It helps you to understand different people's situations and it's just really important to, to know what's going on with other people in the world. Stand up for what you believe in. Don't let other people put you down for the way that you feel or the way that you think about something unless it's like a bigoted, racist, homophobic or something opinion because then you are most definitely wrong. But stand up for what you believe in. If it's something like climate change or marriage equality or anything really, stand up for the things that you believe in and don't be afraid to spread the word. Who cares if you're preachy and annoying on your social media because it like it doesn't feel that way to you. And at the end of the day, your conscience is clear. You're doing what you can to help help other people out. And maybe you don't do it that often. Maybe only on big occasions like Melbourne Cup Day you post about horse racing being cruel. But you're still doing your little bit. And as long as you know that it's an issue that's deep and something that you really care about and something you're passionate about, then you're still doing your part. So don't be afraid and don't let others discourage you from speaking about, from speaking out about things that are really important to you. Number 14 is heartbreak happens and it's okay. I feel like especially when we're younger, we kind of have this idea of love and think that everyone – only has one person and that's their soulmate. But for me, the idea of soulmates has changed as I've gotten older because I, myself, have fallen in love more than once. And when you're young and when you're in love for the first time, you think, oh, I'm going to be with this one person forever and I'm never going to fall in love again. And then heartbreak happens and you're broken and you feel like nothing nothing could feel worse than this, nothing is ever going to get better and you're kind of spiraling down that deep little depression hole. But it's okay, like you come out of it, you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you you find happiness in yourself and then you'll fall in love again and you'll meet someone great, someone really amazing, someone who values you in different ways to the last person, someone who, who fits better with you, someone who encourages you and cherishes you more or something. And I think that heartbreak can be a really valuable lesson. I think that your kind of early relationships in life teach you lessons about relationships in general. At least that's what I've found. Another thing that teaches you lessons is making mistakes. And that brings me on to number 15, which is don't be afraid to fail. Don't let the fear of failing, which I... Know that I have a fear of failing a lot. Um, stop you from trying something new because yeah, you do learn from making mistakes. You'll learn more than from you'll learn more from making a mistake than you will from getting it right on the first go. Number sixteen is being alone doesn't have to be lonely. This is something I've learned, I guess, a lot um, since living by myself. And that's to be your own best friend, learn to enjoy your own company and yeah, you don't have to be lonely just because you're alone. You should learn to enjoy the time you, you share with yourself and, and find comfort and solitude in that. Number 17 is spend as much time with your family as you can, and this is only if you have a good relationship with them, obviously. If it's something that's harmful or negative for you, then I don't recommend this at all. I re- recommend you do the opposite, but yeah, spend, spend as much time with your family because you'll grow up and you guys might move away or you'll won't see each other as often or anything. And you'll you'll find that you really miss that. So take advantage of it while you can. Number 18 is travel. And honestly, if I was to put these in a prioritized order, I would probably put this in the top three because travel is something so important. And I know that I'm coming from a really privileged perspective and privileged point of view and life when I'm talking about travel because I have had So many amazing travel experiences growing up and I am only 21. I've been to so many countries, but I have worked hard to save up to go on most of those trips and everything. So I do really value these experiences, but you'll just, you'll learn so much and you'll meet so many amazing people and you'll also learn a lot about yourself as well as the other countries and other cultures. And yeah, you'll just make so many amazing memories and some really great friends number 19 is it's never too late to try something new. So get started. I think this is something I find a lot of people struggle with as they get older, myself included. And you're like, oh, I really want to learn guitar, but it's too late now because you're like 20 something, but it's not like just find the time. And I guess being stuck at home during a pandemic for most of us is the perfect time to pick up a new hobby if you're interested in it. So download Duolingo and learn that new language that you've always wanted to do or something like that. Number 20 is try not to fret the small things. I think this ties into a couple of points that I've already said in today's episode, but Try not to stress so much and I am a big overthinker. I blow things way out of proportion and I get really stressed. So it's a lot coming from me, but (laughs) really just try to put things into perspective and to realize that they may be not as big of a deal as we are making it out to be as overthinkers. And I think a good way to do that is to talk to someone close to you, someone who supports you, someone who loves you. And they can really often help you see that it's going to be okay. And finally, number 21 is don't be so hard on yourself. I feel like at least I know and a lot of people I know in my life we're all really freaking hard on ourselves. Like cut yourself some slack in your life. Like you're only learning, you're still growing, you're you're getting better every day. And each day you're learning something new about yourself, about your friends, about your relationship, about the world, and just give yourself a break. You're getting there and that's okay. Yeah, so those are some of the things, 21 things that I've learned over the years. There's so many more. That I could ramble on about but I feel like those are the ones that have been most important to me recently. Life has been a real learning curve over the last year or so and I've gone through a lot of change but I think I've learned to adapt to these situations and now I just want to be able to share with you guys all the things that are happening in my life and maybe you'll find them applicable to yourself. So yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and I'll be in your ears again next week. I hope you enjoy your weekend. See ya! Yep. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it.